Hello, everybody. Welcome to Effortless Power. I'm Joe here with Yag, coming at you live with what's hot in baseball with even hotter takes. We have a special guest today. It's uh, his name's Andrew. Uh, would you like Yo. to introduce yourself, Andrew? Uh, lifelong Cubs fan, and uh... yeah, today's episode is specifically on the Cubs. So for um, the four listeners that are all Cubs fans, <laughs> this one's for you. Actually, I looked. We had we did have four unique listeners, so you got it right. I mean. Oh, you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wow, start somewhere. Four users, yeah, no, exactly. And in a couple of years, when this blows up, we'll like look back at this and be like, "Wow." <laughs> uh, all right, let's not let's not skip in, skip around. Let's let's go right into it. the The first big deal of the Cubs year was obviously trading you Darvish. Very devastating trade because I love you Darvish with all my heart, and I one of my favorite things about watching the Cubs is every fifth day watching him pitch. I watched most of his games. It was always a sad day when I didn't see you Darvish start. Yeah, and Andrew, any takes he got? Yeah. What do you think about it? Darvish is as fun to watch as there is, and you know, when you're trading a guy like that, you want something big in return, and the Padres have a really good farm system, and the biggest piece they ended up getting was Zach Davies, and Joe, I know how you feel about him, <laughs> but you know, with that as the headline for you, Darvish, it was a little concerning, I thought this would be a move for the Cubs, where they would just say, okay, we're, we're not competing, here's Darvish, take Contreras, then you know, trade Bryant, stuff like that. But, you know, instead they decided, nope, it's a one-time thing. We're just saving a little money to try to you know, spend it somewhere else. Yeah, it's like one foot in, one foot out. And it was almost like they were testing the market. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it because, well, one, I like the Padres. So it's not like they went to the team I hate. Two, I mean, I don't know. The, where the Cubs are right now, they're not in, they're going to be a wildcard team at best. Kind of like the idea of somewhat retooling, especially the pitching situation because, it's kind of been a mess for like the past four years. Yeah, pretty much since 2016, we've had yeah, some exactly. kind of problem, whether it's bullpen or rotation. But it's just we got really lucky in 2016 where yeah. every We're, single thing. John Lackey had a sub three ERA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, our whole rotation had sub three. It, it was it happened once again in our lifetime where that kind of rotation comes to the Cubs. But and it was it was more luck. It was, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in yeah. our defense, that was the other thing. It wasn't our defense like it was like really? top five all time, like as far as UZR, some whatever metric they were using. Let's not reminisce. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got Zach Davies. Uh, that was interesting. I'm not not a big Zach Davies fan. I think he's just a discount Kyle Hendricks. How he's how old is he just, now? He just turned 28 February 7th. So okay, he's 27. That's... Zach Davies is young. He's been pitching for a bit though. He came up at 22. But, I mean, yeah, he was with the Brewers for a while. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, too, with the Cubs pitching being a problem, they used the money for Darvish to pick up more pitchers, which I guess I do like. I mean, what they added, Arietta and Stroke back. They picked up Brandon Workman. even Trevor Workman's Williams. interesting, yeah. So, yeah, they, they at least, you know, they tried to fix the pitching issue they had. And, you know, it sucks that you guys don't get to see Darvish pitch anymore, but at least... You know, Pedro Strope is better than, like, Randy Rosario. And Jake Arrieta is better than, like, <laughs> I don't even know who else, you know, you would use in the rotation. Just gives you more options because we mentioned this, you know, in the last episode with the NL Central kind of being weak. But, you know, the Cubs can compete, you know, and, like, trading Darvish didn't really set them back. You know, they, they're not a... Yeah, I'm totally... I agree with that. Darvish. Yeah, yeah, they're not a pennant winner with Darvish. And, you know, at least they tried something. 
I mean, for the Cubs, it's almost like the last few years they like live by the bat and die by the bat, and we've seen that in October. Uh, we'll get in, and then the bats just expire; <laughs> they just disappear. So at the end of the day, like I like the idea that they're trying to piecemeal rotation in a bullpen, and hopefully, I mean, that's the whole idea of what Theo built was like just a roster that was able to hit and that had depth yeah. uh, on the field. So and, and just kind of get lucky with pitching. Yeah, That's I mean really that was the whole deal with John Lester, <laughs> Lackey, Arietta, like all those guys were. Oh well, Arietta was a little younger, but just like veteran pitchers. Same kind of deal with like hockey, right? Get a veteran goalie and then have a bunch of young guys on the up on the offensive side of the puck. So I, I kind of like that. I like that approach. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, in retrospect, I kind of don't like it. Now that I, you can see the Dodgers and the Rays. It's like, like we got incredibly lucky with AJ Carrietta becoming an absolute monster, and we got incredibly lucky with Kyle Hendricks and John Lackey have, putting up great numbers and being like great pitchers for 2016, and Kyle Hendricks just being a stud throughout his whole career. Like this was not, this isn't a Dodgers situation where it's like they built up everything painstakingly, like perfect. This is like we 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 drafted a couple pitcher, a couple hitters like very early a couple of them hit and mm -hmm. we got we got super lucky I, I i really don't i really am a big hater of theo epstein i don't i don't believe in a system that, that it works i <laughs> yeah, really don't I, exactly instead of he really thought like oh i can just buy pictures that's not necessarily the best strategy it's really hard you spend a lot more money and you know the cubs had to shell out a lot of money on quintana even though Lester worked out, oh, yeah. they still spent a lot on him. But I do want to talk about Hendricks. Like, I feel like people don't realize how good he was last year. Because, uh, you know, yeah, a lot of people, they look at the record, and they see 6-5, and five, and it's like, oh, wow, he's a bad pitcher. Nah, not really. I mean, he walked less than a batter per nine innings. He only walked eight batters in 81 innings. That's wow. really impressive. Yeah. I mean, Kent Hendricks is really good at hitting spots. He had one of his best seasons last year. I feel like no one was talking about it. I mean, I remember the f opening day against the Brewers, or it might have been the second day, whatever it was. He threw that one hitter, maybe. It was something. He yeah, struck out like yeah, 10. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was nuts. And the Brewers were supposed to, you know, like making their big push to try and win the division again. And he was like, Yelich, I think, was like over three with four, like three strikeouts or something. Yeah. Uh, it was impressive to watch. He was hitting his spots, like you said. Yeah, he looked really good from the start. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember. I think it was you threw the first complete game of. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a complete game. Exactly, that's what it was. Yeah. So, yeah, he's good. He's a really good piece for them, and I just, you know, hopefully some of the guys they added can go behind him because right now the rotation is, you know, Kyle Hendricks, Zach Davies, and then. Alec Mills. He showed himself that he's suitable as a starter last season. Yeah, there's Mills, but uh, I'm not too excited. He's just he's such an mediocre pitcher even <laughs> but he's no deaf <laughs> yeah that's true yeah pitching depth is nice but like even with the no hitter it was it was so crazy like they put in every ball in play and the cubs the defense came in good for this game but um i just i don't have much faith for mills long term so again that's like kind of why i'm happy when they got rid of darvish they brought in guys like arietta even shelby miller on a minor league deal but um, hopefully they'll see some of the younger guys come up. Uh, I don't know if you guys are excited for Braylon Marquez, but you know he's a pretty 
solid pitcher, really good fastball. He has some control issues, but you know, he's one of those guys that if, if everything works, he's going to be a really good starter. If not, he's just going to be a dominant left. So looking at the Cubs bullpen, they've made a few changes. Uh, they picked up Brian Tapera not too long ago and DFA'd a former, you know, Cub prospect in Dwayne Underwood, who was one of like Theo's top pitching prospect, if you can even call it that. I love Dwayne Underwood. This makes me, this news is very sad. I, I thought he was going to turn out to be a mediocre to above average relief pitcher, but I guess not. Excel is a uh, setup man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he, he's no uh, Pedro Strope, who's... Or Zach Godley. <laughs> <laughs> Strope is the best uh, Cubs reliever since 2000, by the way. Isn't he the best all time? ERA wise, yeah. I no, thought it was Lee Smith. Well, let's check. Well, let's but check any ERA. per innings pitched, like I don't know, re relative. I guess it's ERA. No, you know, I mean, I Lee feel Smith's like it's. I feel like it's Strope. You're not wrong. Be right, because Smith's was two ninety two, and I feel like Strope's was less. Huh. Let me check. Well, Strope's well, Cub ERA is two ninety. Uh, Strope was really good for the Cubs for a uh, stretch. You know, I mean, you go back. Yeah, exactly. 14-15, he was lights at him and Hector Rondon. Yeah, I mean, the Cubs actually had a bullpen back. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot different now. A lot of pieced together pieces. You know, you got your Dan Winklers and Kyle oh, Ryan. Man. So not the most exciting. <laughs> Rex Gosh. Brothers. You can never trust someone with two first names. <laughs> True. But yeah, I guess two Rex Brothers. Man. Like, they're just trying to piece together anything they can. Cause just get as many innings as possible. Yeah, get as many innings as possible. There's not much in the farm they can go to yeah 2020 was like every game i was like who is that are they throwing <laughs> the bullpen what is this guy does he have any business on a major league field right now let's be real pretty much now <laughs> but they still managed to win the division which is more a testament to how bad the division is yeah. yeah it's a terrible division i guess we should also mention some of the good in the pen there is rowan wick who i actually do like you know, yeah, yeah i like great yeah i like him the Padres. Yeah. Uh, i think it was for car Edwards jr but you know wicks wicks look good for them giving them someone that they can actually rely on in the late innings he struck out you know 10 per nine yeah you know, he won't give up too many hits doesn't allow that many runs he could be an actual building block for them but still a lot of just trial and error i feel is what the cubs you know they again they added a bunch of new pitchers trying to see what can stick because the bullpen has been legitimate for them. i didn't realize they got workmen that'll be interesting i mean how was he doing was he with the red sox last yeah. season yeah, yeah. he was he was really good with the red sox though. i mean yeah in the, in the past because the red sox have been notorious also for not having a bullpen yeah. <laughs> and workman was like their one stable piece but no, yeah, his 2019 was amazing. Sub two ERA, uh, pretty low whip, a lot of strikeouts, and you know they they really need someone because you know you're hoping Craig Kimbrell turns back into Craig Kimbrell, and then you know with Workman and Wick in the seventh and eighth, that's not that's bad. not bad. It's that's just, pretty good. Yeah, you just <laughs> gotta get there first. <laughs> it's actually not that bad of a pen. <laughs> if Kimbrell, I mean that's the thing. That's yeah, Kimbrell's a big question mark. If Kimbrell is, how many years? Is he still two years left on a deal? Or three? I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, but <laughs> if he doesn't turn out again, if he's still, I mean, do you think they yank him and put Wick on top or Workman on top? Because Wick was closing for a while. Uh, he will 100% lose his job. He will have the shortest leash 
of any <laughs> maybe in the bigs right now, going into 2021. Uh, like, what was that, 2019, when he gave up those home runs with the Cardinals? Oh, yeah, you love, you love that home run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A very strong reminder of what the Cubs are. It was Yadi and Paul DeJong going back-to-back on back-to-back yep. pitches. I, yep, I do remember that now. <laughs> yeah, that was when Kimbrough, like, just looking at him, he's like, what happened to me? Why am I not <laughs> yeah. good anymore? He always had to rely on his strikeout stuff because when they made when, when hitters made contact against him, it always went. It, always yeah, it's like a rolled as Chapman. I mean, I remember that in the Giants series, and, and well, really that kind of that second half after we got him, like he looks exposed every now and then. You just had time, you know, catch up to his fastball. Kimbrel's, I mean, his velocity's been dipping, so people are catching up to it. Yeah, that's yeah, a no. big concern with Kimbrel is the speed going down, because that was his thing. I mean, when he was in Atlanta, blow, blow by anyone, and you just, you couldn't hit him. There were, like, his numbers in Atlanta are just insane. The His worst ERA yeah. in the, the five seasons was 210. And that, that's oh the God. worst. And <laughs> since then, other than like one year with the Red Sox, I guess he was okay for the Red Sox. But you know, since going to the Cubs, it's not Craig Kimbrell anymore. He he's almost given up more runs as a Cub than he did as a Brave. He, um, he's tanking his uh, Hall of Fame uh, bid. Yeah, his Hall of Fame bid. <laughs> he he sh he looked like a Hall of Famer, no doubt. I mean, uh, and it, I mean, he pro mm, it depends. He probably will still get in, right? I mean, I know obviously we're talking way ahead. You need a ten year. You need a ten years of dominance. I don't know if he has ten years. You need a you need a seven year peak. That's kind of like the. Oh well, he has that. The, yeah, I, I mean, don't know that much about Hall of Fame. Has, yeah, because I think the the stat that they look at a lot is like something like our. Or it's like a WAR per seven stat. That's like a big thing where if you have a good seven year prime where you are elite. It's just mm -hmm. most people's primes aren't when they're, you know, 22 to 27. <laughs> yeah. But for Kimbrough, that's, that's when it came. So. I mean, his dominant run was insane. Like, I, people don't realize that, that, like, when he was at the top, he could arguably be the best pitcher of all time in baseball. He, mm -hmm. when he was on, there is not a single other pitcher on the planet that really can stack up to him. I mean, that's how good he was. He was getting Cy Young and MVP votes. Like, exactly. Back <laughs> in a time when we weren't, yep. It's, just, it's sad that he's dropped this much. And, I mean, the Cubs, if they can work some magic with him, I'm telling you, this bullpen in the back is going to be good. They just got to get to it because Kimbrell has so much talent. It's You have to believe that there's something left. Maybe he can... Mm -hmm cut down the walks i mean he's really struggled with that as a cub and that wasn't too much of an issue before i mean yeah he just gets nervous once he starts walking people then he tries to Falls aim apart. his pitches too much and then that's when pitches find too much of the zone he, he loses faith in getting people to miss and chase exactly his his another hit of his problem is i think the fly ball era of baseball really doesn't do him any favors because mm -hmm. he's a very he's very much a fly ball pitcher and he hits he gets when he gives up contact it's hard so that's a bad combo for giving up <laughs> yeah. <home> runs. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's up, a bad. It's yeah. Being a closer, that's the last thing you want to give up. <laughs> if, with his if if he allows one more home run as a Cub, he gave up more as a Cub than a Brave. Wow. So that's almost a certainty. <laughs> yeah. And it's thirty six yeah. versus two hundred and eighty nine innings. So obviously the fly balls that's, have yeah, really been a killer nuts. for him in Chicago. And I guess 
regularly, you know, when it's windy, it's easy to hit a ball out of, out there. So if the wind's blowing out, that's probably going to hurt Kimbrel a lot. Let's move on from Kimbrel. Uh, one one deal that we made that is going to completely change the fabric of our our team is we signed we got rid of Kyle Schwarber and we signed Jock Peterson. And those, yep. these are players that are so different that it'll be crazy <laughs> to, to see how different they play. Yeah, but if you were to put their stat lines next to each other, could you tell a difference? No, 100%. Could no. You be I, think to... I think I might be able to because I saw the stat line, but they are, they are identical. Jock Peterson is a little better on defense, but he's like a year or two older. That's literally that's literally it. So we, we replaced – we just literally got the same thing. Yeah. Are you ready for their 2020 Perfect. Uh, triple slash? We have yeah. One yes. of them hit 188, 308, 393. The other hit 190, 285, 397. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, about as close as you can get. I mean, they had almost identical OPS pluses. The only difference is Schwarber did have more homers. Uh, pretty significant. It was 11 to 7, but these guys are basically clones. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> at least, I think Peterson almost cost as much, too, so they didn't really save too much money i'm not i'm not I think too it was sure two, i think it was a seven million and a five million or i, no, I know like, i know schwarber got double double did he got double wow oh, okay oh, schwarber got oh he got a two-year deal it looks like i think so it was seven I think it was, for the first and then 11.5 mutual hmm. option after. okay then i i like our deal way better because i think it's only a one-year deal and but, and this yeah. is the era we live in like getting tool guys like that on one-year deals like mm-hmm. not having to commit so I agree. I mean, as much as it sucks to lose Schwarber, at least he's with Dave Martinez now. <laughs> uh, okay, so it looks like Peterson's making uh, $4.5 million this year, but he also has a $10 million mutual option next year. So the deals are even, like, almost identical. It's a little cheaper uh, <laughs> for the Cubs, but they both included mutual options for the second. I mean, what are the odds of that, that two teams, they pick two identical players and give them the, almost the exact same contract. It would make sense if it was like, you know, the Nationals and another team, but it's the Cubs who they lost the player that, and then signed a similar player to the same deal, which usually doesn't make sense. Usually like the continuity. I mean, Cub fans, I think, like Kyle Schwarber, he seems to be a pretty popular uh, yep. player on the team. <laughs> And Jack Peterson's not the most well-liked. I mean, it was got to the point where the Dodgers didn't really want him. They wanted to trade him pretty badly and then just kind of left him on the bench during this, the uh, last year. But we'll see what happens. I mean, Schwarber didn't really work out in Chicago. I know a lot of people were on the Schwarber bandwagon after a very short period of time in the playoffs. But we'll yeah, see it's what 2015 happens. to 2016, like, playoff was legendary that's never take that away he, from yeah me. he will always always have that i mean coming back from not playing an entire year and then actually being a baller is very impressive it was very lucky <laughs> sure <laughs> sure it, yeah 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 it's not a knock on him i do i Schwarber's a good hitter he's got so much power there's very few with as much dare i even say he has effortless power at the plate. But, you know, Schwarber, 
he's hits home runs and he's looking better in the outfield. But it's just gonna be funny watching him and Juan Soto try to play left and right for the Nationals <laughs> and watching Victor Robles trying to catch every ball between them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Victor Robles uh, is an absolute speedster, one of the best outfielders in the MLB, and Juan Soto and Kyle Schwarber are not those things. Yeah, definitely, especially for the speed. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he made it. <laughs> You made a joke earlier, Yag, that Juan Soto plays like he's 33. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so accurate. He does. He, he may yeah. be 20, but he has the profile of a 33-year-old veteran. <laughs> uh, other signings we got, we got Trevor Williams. I like that deal. Low risk pro reward, like most of the Cubs signings. Uh, uh, Austin Romine's actually not bad either. Romine's interesting, uh, yeah. Caratini is the backup catcher. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you guys, what do you think of, uh, you think Contreras is going to end the year in a Cubs uniform? Yeah, I can't see him getting traded now. I mean, if they wanted to trade him, they had the whole offseason to do it. Because, you know, there were teams that didn't want to pay for JT Realmuto. They would have much rather traded for Contreras. Now, I, I don't see much of a market building for him during the season. Because the Cubs are probably still going to be in a playoff contention. I mean, we, I, I don't have much faith in any team in the NL Central, so I could see the Cubs hanging around still in July that it wouldn't be worth trying to move uh, Willie yeah, somewhere. I, I agree. Yeah. But I can see him getting traded. I'm, I mean, it, it's very interesting because the, the catcher market is one of the most unique. It is mm -hmm. the most unique market of any any position because you can. there's always, like, another position that, like, supplements for it. Like, if you're in a market for a third baseman, then you could – you could like get like a shortstop or like a or a second baseman yeah. or there's even some there's some players that play everywhere but most catchers are just catchers and there's no one else that plays catcher so there's a very limited amount of, of talent and there's only like 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 really like six or seven elite catchers in the MLB and the Cubs have one of them so yeah. like he he out of any player in the Cubs has the most trade value like far more than Brian and Baez and even Rizzo, I mean, anyone. Yeah, yeah the versatility has. I mean, exactly. You look at um, what a lot of teams look for in catchers. Uh, it's just the ability to frame pitches and the ability to play solid defense behind the dish. But what Contreras offers, you're right. I mean, it would have to be, because he has the bat to back it up, it would have to be a pretty lights-out deal. Um, definitely more than uh, above market value. And many catchers that can play other positions. I do have to bring up one of my favorite catchers. Do you guys know who <laughs> Isaiah Kiner Falefa is? Yeah. I've heard of him. So he's the guy the on Rangers, the Rangers, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's the guy on yep. the Rangers. Yep. This man went from. He's a catcher, but he's also played third base and second base. And right now, the goal for the Rangers is for him to be their starting shortstop. So this is oh, a guy man. that can catch, <laughs> but he might actually be the starting shortstop for the team next year. There are not many That's players like this. the ultimate tool. Him, yeah, that can do a lot of things. Contreras actually has some defensive value like that. He wasn't always a catcher, so I think that also helps him as his knees have not had as much wear as most mm -hmm. catchers have. He really just started catching in the majors, and it's actually pretty impressive how well he's done behind the plate. But teams that want Contreras long-term, they know that he can play third base. He could probably move to the outfield if they needed him. He can do the corners, yeah. yeah. I think I think that was the last time Joe Madden ever like did like a quirky thing. You know Kimbrel? exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the Kimbrels blown save. Yeah, the Pirates. Uh, he was playing. They put Contreras in right, 
or left. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which. It was and right. Made a, yeah, it was a, made a brutal error. Cost us the game. And then from then on, Joe Madden was just stop being cute yeah, it looks for the like, rest of his It's like, let's leave tough. Jason Hayward in right field for a pinch hitter. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Here it is. Uh, he's played a game in... He's played a game in left. No, he's played 34 games in left. He's actually played, yeah, he played a lot of left. I, yeah, I left when he field. Came up, he put a lot. Of, played yeah. a lot in left. Because we had a uh, who did we yeah, have? We had Montero and Ross. You're he right was... though. Yeah, he's a lot more value because of that long term. Mm-hmm. That's gonna help him because I mean you need to be able to play another position. He's yeah, and he's I mean he, he definitely looks like he's built like a catcher. But you're right, he's he's fast. Like we there's that debate who's the fastest catcher. It's always like JT Realmuto or Contreras. Like it's, it's JT hitters. by far, <laughs> but that it, again, is not proves, slow. You're right. You're yeah, right. Like that's why they're two. I mean, that's another reason they're two of the top catchers in the league, really value wise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They got the athleticism. They got the bat. They got the club, and that's so rare for catchers. Because I, I do. I think Joe, you said it. Like he is the most valuable in terms of trade assets. By far, I, I really mm-hmm. don't think there's anyone. In club. Maybe Kyle Hendricks. But yeah, and possibly. He signed until 2023, so, and to a pretty decent deal, so, yeah, you know. But it's not, like, cra- a crazy good deal. The Contreras would definitely. I, if I was, the catching market is very interesting. I mean, honestly, I could see him going to the Rays. That would be interesting, because the Rays are always, always trying to find a catcher. They have, they, they are, like, that's their kryptonite. Like, the Rays can get <laughs> any player, any player that can get the best rotation, they can find some scrubs, the, in the infield and turn them into studs, but they can never get a catcher. Well, Last that, year that makes in the sense. World They're, Series, they who, sense, who who was it? What's his name? Oh, Mike oh my God, Zunino. Oh, yep. So <laughs> oh man, it's awful. brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. But in a sense, it kind of makes sense because we've we've mentioned this already. Like it's hard to move someone to catcher, and the Rays are really good at finding people that you know. They're either in the wrong position, they're stuck in a roadblock somewhere, but you don't usually see catchers stuck because if a catcher has any sort of value, a team's not going to get rid of them. I mean, teams would pay Jeff Mathis for five, six, seven seasons, and he could barely hit 150. So, like, you know, how are the <laughs> yeah. Rays going to find someone even more, you know, underutilized than that? So I think that's why they struggle at catcher because you, they can't take advantage of teams, you know, misplaying players. It's not as easy to find something hidden about a catcher. Very shocking deal. We we declined to say Daniel Deskowski came changer. out of nowhere. I thought <laughs> I thought he for sure was getting that resign, getting that that option yeah. picked up. He was supposed to be the future at second base. I mean, that was their big offseason <laughs> signing last year. I mean, I, it was literally. I I'm convinced that they just thought they just thought like, wow, he can play multiple positions. Wow, he's like Ben Zobrist. He's a Ben Zobrist. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's Ben Zobrist. Let's go. <laughs> And it was, that's our, I mean, that dude could not hit a baseball. He could not, and he didn't even play good defense. So it's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> Get out of here. The Cubs always have good major leaguers, but they don't have anything behind them. I mean, right now it's going to be nice seeing another. Yeah, Andrew, I mean, order. yeah, talk about the prospects. Oh, what, prospects. What kind oh, of prospects well, we got? There you go, dive Cubs in. prospects yeah. aren't too exciting. I already mentioned uh, Marquez at the beginning, but I do really like Ed Howard. He was there. Uh, the first round, right? First rounder. Yeah, the he's went to Mount, Car- Mount Carmel, so it's a Chicago kid. Uh, you know, huge. 
uh, huge uh, like Illinois prospect, e easily the best um, one, and they took him pretty early, 16th overall, got him mm -hmm. to sign. This kid is really talented, especially with the glove, and that's something you know the Cubs might need if Javi Baez isn't in the future plans. Howard is more than capable at shortstop. Really, really um, you know, really sure-handed, good arm. You know, if they keep Baez, one of them can play third. They both have the arm for it. The only thing is. He's probably never going to hit for that high of an average or many home runs, but it doesn't really matter. He's got good speed, good glove. And a Dralton Simmons kind of guy. Yeah. Although Simmons is starting to hit, but yeah. yeah but I know, I, in, it's especially a position like shortstop. It's another position that's weird, and I guess it's changed a lot in the past few years, especially in like the uh, home run era we live in now, but it's always been defense first at that position. So I, I did like the Howard signing yeah. uh, to get a guy with a good glove. Never hey, from Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Or if he was a Sox fan, because <laughs> he's yeah, he the school was on the. I was gonna say, yeah, the school's on the south side. I'd take it though. But no, yeah, it, it, same it's, Chicago, it's all the cool. same. Eventually, it'll be in Chicago. Hopefully. But two, what's he nice for the it. Cubs is if they do end up trading Contreras, they have a good catching prospect, Miguel Amaya. He is one of the yep. better, uh, better catcher prospects. He's definitely got all the tools to stay behind the plate. He's been with the team for a while, though. They signed him way back in 2015 out of Panama, but he's, he's our age. I mean, he'll, he turns uh, 22 in a few days. Uh, he's a big dude. You know, he, again, like Contreras, he looks like a catcher. Uh, pretty pretty good power, you know, good hitting. He doesn't have any sort of speed, but, I mean, he's a 20-plus home run hitter. Shouldn't strike out too much, and he's been playing with the Cubs players. He was in the alternate training camp all of last season, you know, getting consistent time and I really do want to see him if they get rid of Contreras like if if there's a Contreras trade there's no reason they shouldn't just call up Amaya and let him take take the job but there's not too many exciting players they've tried to add more pitchers uh, to the system but still it's just back of the rotation arms at best you know you guys got to see Corey Abbott last year but he's you know kind of the closest thing to the majors, but the Cubs right now have a lot of young teenagers. They're b betting high upside. It kind of makes sense now with you know the Padres trade. They just got a bunch of really young players that they can develop. I think they're really trying to focus on creating prospects instead of development. Yeah, yeah exactly. Focus on development. They're trying to get these young, toolsy guys that they can shape the way they want to. Um, so and it'll be interesting. I, I like it. I think that's the a good approach, especially like you said in the you Darvish trade. Just get as much as many arms as you can. Okay, final final thing. Uh, Andrew Yak. Yeah. Is yep. Chris Ryan gonna end the year in a Cubs uniform? No. Ooh, okay. That's... Yeah. I don't think he will. I, I mean, wow. like we were saying before, I think Contreras stays, Rizzo obviously not going anywhere. Um Baez will stay just because he anchors that like the offense at the four or five spot or wherever he hits. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I see Bryant going. I don't know where would he go. I guess it's hard to say right now. NL is such a mess. Although I, I know a few, few weeks ago MLB Trade eh. put up like a bait article and it said <laughs> Red Sox acquire Zach Bryant. And I, I flipped out. I was like, oh, my God, the Red Sox got Chris Bryant. That doesn't make any sense. But not I, there's really no good fit for Chris right? Bryant. Right, yeah. Um, the Mets? Mets? I don't, I don't know. Where are you going to put him at third, I guess? Uh, yeah. But what about J.D. Davis? Are they just going to give up on him? 
Uh, I don't know, move to outfield. Yeah, Woody but in the outfield, I can Fordo, they got Nimmo. There's, I don't know if the Mets have a do you, space for him. Do you utilize him as a tool kind of guy that most that plays DH and then can tool as a corner yeah, infielder? I mean, for an AL team, that would work nice because he can yeah. give you innings at third, he can give you innings in the outfield. I'm trying to think exactly. Who would work well for Chris Bryant. Who needs? Did, do the Angels have a third baseman? Oh, Rendon. Oh yeah, duh. they got Rendon. So yeah. They're, they're trying to think. There. Let's see. What about Astros? Who do the Astros have? Bregman. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, <laughs> And then, stupid. dude, the West has the West has Seager, Chapman, yeah, Rendon, and uh, Bregman. That is nuts. Yeah, there's no way the A's would even want him. Yeah. Chapman's so much better. Let's see what Matt else. Matt Chapman's awesome. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I know you love Matt Chapman. <laughs> but um, there's really not a good fit. For, yeah, what? Like, third base has always been so stocked across the league. Maybe the Yankees, if they don't like Gio or Shella, they could go out for Chris. But Bryant. do they want to spend the money, spend the resources? I don't think yeah. they'd look for someone like that. But that's like the only place I can think where there'd be room for maybe. No, because even the Indians have Jose Ramirez. Yeah, wow. it's nuts. I guess, I guess White yeah, Sox. This is... I know, I thought White Sox, but don't they have a. Uh... Trying to think. Oh, they have Moncada. Man, they probably wouldn't want to. Yeah, is it. he second, third? So like they don't exactly, and they're trying to. They're, they, they're filling out the really, roster with young guys. I guess we're kind of discovering how little how hard it's going to be to trade yeah. Chris Bryant. To actually trade not him, even, maybe yeah. Not even for trading. I'm just thinking for like him re-signing or him him in free agency. Finding, like, yeah. Yeah, he was going to get a 200 million dollar extension by the Cubs. Oh man! Oh we lord! That, we this. offered that. That we talked about this uh, over winter break. I remember, like, I can't believe he turned that down. I know you want to bet on yourself, but when you can get two hundred million dollars that early in your career, you can save that money, watch it grow. I know you're turning <laughs> down a little bit of like, like, sure, you might get a thirty million dollar, you know, per year, three years later, but like. You have that money now. You can do stuff with it. You don't have to wait. Then, you know, Brian gets hurt. He looked terrible last season. I mean, things haven't gone well for him. I, I feel like it's almost like he doesn't enjoy playing baseball anymore. So, I mean, that, that could also make it hard to move him. He got yeah. someone, someone actually said that, and they, he, Chris Bryant got, like, clapped back at him. Someone calling him, like, a clickbait, stupid article. Uh, so hopefully he doesn't hear you say it. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> if he, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him about it. I, I just Any press I hope is good he press. likes it. I mean, I hope he's still <laughs> enjoying baseball. I just He doesn't look like the same player he did before. He doesn't, and you're right. He looks defeated. I think he's exactly. he's realizing he's reached his, how old is he, 28? Yeah, he's still he's young, don't get me wrong, but he's, I mean, he's reaching that age where either. Oh, no, he's 29. You, wow. You either begin to quickly decline or, so you're right, like signing that $200 million deal. Kind of locks you in, or extension, I should say, locks you in, and you can work through some of the, because uh, that you know every hitter, every player goes through injuries, goes through uh, adjustments in their game, and now he's feeling the the, the heat, right? He's got to he's got to put together a good season if he wants uh, either the Cubs to show interest or anyone else for that matter. I I, I bet that that absolutely kills him that he declined that two hundred million dollar extension. I guess because. You know where he his, could fit. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, because oh, yeah. his uh, his free agency, I don't see him. I I don't see him signing like a like a anywhere near that. I, I do think I just thought like he could fit in Toronto. <laughs> we could yeah. uh, use him as a DH. We still have Hernandez, but just as a rotating piece, give Vladdy less games at first. 
you know, right. let Kevin Biggio move around a bit, have Bryant take over third base. Uh, I, I, that's like all I can see though, because there's not many I teams mean, does, that need a, a player. Does like he that. go to like a rebuild, like the Royals or the or a team kind of on the cut, like the Tigers, a team kind of on the cusp the of? Tigers could be interesting. You know that's, what I mean? Interesting talent. take, and I don't. Yeah, I I could see that absolutely. I could see Tigers. Yeah. I could see Tigers. <laughs> if they show that crazy. like they're ready to win when he's a free agent, I could see him signing on because the Tigers have a lot of money. And the AL Central is kind of wide. I mean, yes, the White Sox and Indians and Twins are all kind of up there, but it's similar to the NL Central where it's going to be a dogfight. And, I mean, Detroit has a lot of really good young players. There's Spencer Mm -hmm. Torkelson. They've already had Casey Mize up in the big leagues. Even Tariq Skubal. He's really, really good pitcher. There's a lot of talent on the Tigers team, and they don't have many... You know, long-term pieces. Sure, they have like Jaime Candelario at third base, but you know, Chris, Chris Bryant is <laughs> much better. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I could see the Tigers. So That'd maybe he goes yeah. to a transitional team. We're we're thinking like Mets, Dodgers, contenders, right? Or at least teams on the up and up. I think he could go to a team like that. That's sort of trying to find their own it could take some of the pressure off him too oh exactly i was thinking that too there might be pressure just with the cubs like you gotta win now because you know the cubs are built to win it might help him a little taking this 100 percent, i agree with that the tigers i I like that i'm glad you brought up the tigers because that that all right next next season when we do our free agency thing i'm writing tigers Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you case you guys don't know, we do uh, us three. We do a free uh, agent predictions where we just do the top seventy free agents and guess where all they're gonna be. Uh, I forgot who won the first year, but I Andrew think that was me. Was, you won the first and second. Year? Was it? Or oh, sorry. Are we in our third year of doing that? Yeah, I think this yeah. Is year three, yeah. Oh, so yeah. my bad. I, I won so, year two then. Yeah, you won year two. I don't know who won year one. And I feel like I would have remembered winning. Don't do <laughs> I think Andrew might have won year one too then. Uh, and I'm then sure we can find out. This, this year is all me. My name's everywhere. I absolutely <laughs> crushed this year. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say. I got like six free agents that weren't re signed. So don't even mess with me this year. It's so. my year. I know, yeah, you, you did it. What, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sore loser. Sore no. loser. Are you sure? And a sore winner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't find the, yeah. yeah. You got you got some good good guesses in. You got Odorizzi too and uh, All right. Okay. Final thing about the Cubs. Are we re-signing Rizzo? Rizzo? Do you think yes. that's for sure? Rizzo's never going to leave Chicago. Yeah, he seems he's like that piece exactly. We're that, not uh, doing almost a lot. like emotional like anchor to the team for, and for the fan base. Yeah. But the thing is, the Cubs have not done a lot to re-sign him. Like, he's talked about it. He wants to re-sign, and the Cubs haven't really reached out their hand. It's like, come on, do it. Like, yeah. What are you waiting for? Like, this is, this is what you do. You, you re-sign right at Rizzo. Like, That's a good point. Is, like, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, and they don't have a first baseman to replace him. There is <laughs> no first base prospect in, in the this right in the system. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's literally no one. I, I I in their top thirty, there's this guy I've never heard of, Alfonso <laughs> Vivas, who probably wouldn't be ranked in anyone other else's system. But like, oh, and they just like him for his glove. So like, <laughs> Rizzo a is defensive first. A base defensive first baseman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rizzo will age really well too. So. Yeah, I, well, and he 
he's never he's he has the tools and the handedness to continue playing first and to at least hit for average, even if his power declines. Well, that's I mean, the thing, actually. We've been, we've been talking about we talked about this earlier. The the two traits that that age the best are power and plate discipline. Yeah. Those are the two yeah traits plate discipline exactly hundred percent. And because like when you even old men can fight, like you look at Mike Tyson fight, the dude still is dropping bombs at like fifty five. It's like that that kind of raw power. Patience and power, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So those are traits that Rizzo has. He's, I mean, first base doesn't require that much athleticism. He's, I think he can, I I can see him being 37 even. Like, putting agree. above average numbers. I don't, well, he came close this year, but I don't think we'll see in a below average offense from Rizzo. 2020 is good, you know, almost a wash for a lot of players. But yeah, like, this doesn't count. He's, he's pretty reliable, and there's a lot of, um, there's just a lot of outside baseball reasons to sign him. Like, oh, it's not yeah, just clubhouse a presence. Boy, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's great for the team. Community players, too. Like, like he's like so everyone loves him. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it. It wouldn't make sense not to sign him, and it, I just can't imagine Rizzo in any jersey that is oh, a Cup jersey. Exactly. It wouldn't look right. It wouldn't look you, we, right. We could see Bryant in a uh, Mets jersey. I can see Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Any jersey that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Not like, jersey, Rizzo, yeah. it's just, he really exemplifies the Cubs, especially when they were good. He was the heart of the team. And, like, before they were good, when he, he was, like, him and Castro were that wave that cut in 2013-14, Cubs fans felt like, okay, we're, we're, we're finally going to contend. Yeah, it's a he was a part of that. Yeah, exactly. he's by far the oldest Cub. <laughs> yep. I mean, that, that, that played on the Major League roster. I was going to say, isn't, Ka- isn't yeah. Contreras, he's been on the team since like 04, or in the system. Yeah, yeah no, he's been in the team forever, you're right. But in but the no, Major no, you're League right. roster, it was him, Travis Wood, and Starling Travis Castro. Wood. Those were yep. the three. Those are the three oldest Cubs that won a ring. Where is and Travis Wood? Is he with the Royals? Travis did Wood. Did we... I think, Let's see. No, I think we signed him. That'd be crazy? awesome. They brought Wood back? That would be kind of funny. He, oh, he hasn't played since 2017. He's probably retired now. He played with the oh, Royals good. and the Potteries in 2017. Yeah, that's such a thing. <laughs> <game. laughs> I mean, chance. you look at 2016, 61 innings pitched, 2.95 ERA. At a, that's... He was our workhorse. He was. He was. He was the guy who came in when the in the fifth, sixth, when our starter didn't have it. That's the kind of that's the kind of arm you need, and hopefully, uh, trying to think who, who in our bullpen could do that. Honestly, I like Adbert Alzale. Oh, I was about to say that I thought you were I like him. To it, but yeah, no, Alzale fits perfect if they don't. I want I rotation. exactly. He's a good swing man. I I and when he came up in 2017, 18, like they. Len and JD were talking about him, like, oh, prospect, prospect. And I was like, oh, okay. And he kind of sucked, but, you know, he's a young pitcher. Yeah, he is really, he's still really young, and he's pitched a few few seasons, but he's been in the system for mm-hmm. a while. But he has, yeah. I think you're right. I think, oh, he debuted in 2019. So 19, still, my bad. Still, uh, you know, he's two seasons pitching with the team. Pretty, pretty good stuff. Uh, it's just control. Like, if he, if he irons down the control, he's going to be a starting pitcher. If he doesn't, he'll be like Travis Wood. And especially with our rotation, Cubs rotation, you got, I guess, who, who, who what, what's our 
starting five. We have obviously Kyle Hendricks is the ace. Who's go, who goes two? Arietta or Davies? Probably Davies. I'd say I, I can see like Hendricks, Davies, Williams, Arietta, Mills. 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 Yeah, I, I think you gotta keep Mills in there. I think I think that's probably what they'll roll with. Yeah. I do. I and was the Arietta deal cheap? I, I do like that because he's someone we know who can at least throw five six innings no matter what. Yeah, it looks like Arietta. And that's what like we need. Six million dollars. So, you know, yeah, pretty, that would hurt. Less than yeah. Smiley. <laughs> and oh I mean God. that <laughs> true Smiley. Yeah, that, and, you uh, never know. That might have worked out in another alternate timeline. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just mean because the Braves gave Smiley $10 million this year. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, that was the wow. first signing of the offseason. True Smiley. Yeah, they went right off the bat. They're like, let's get uh, Charlie Morton and then let's get Drew Smiley. Because for some reason, yeah, $11 million. He's getting $11 million wow. in pitch one season. So if you're paying Arietta basically half of that, that sounds like Is a it a two-year deal or a one-year deal? No, one-year one year deal. deal. One year. Oh, wow, that's even wait, better. Wait, wait, for... <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, Arietta. Arietta, it's basically a one-year deal. They have the they have Is a club option? option for the second okay. year, but love yeah, club option. That's yeah, it's great for the Cubs and I'm Arietta. Fine, like he, things didn't really work out in Philly, so he probably is gonna love pitching in Chicago again. Yeah, he's got all the praise. He's gonna fit right in with the clubhouse, I'm sure. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. He's always got that intense look about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also. I will. I will like seeing him pitch. Again. We signed a couple outfielders too. We signed uh, Jake Marisnik and uh, Cameron Maben. Jake Marisnik basically replaces uh, Almora, the defensive yep, yep, Tuli kind of guy. Yeah. And same with Cameron Maben. They both just replace Almora. Almora is Marisnik a lefty? Yeah, I was about to say that. Is Marisnik yeah. a lefty? Marisnik? No, I think they're both righties. Really? Uh, they're really both. It's too bad. Righties? Dang, I Let's really see. thought. I really thought it was a platoon plan. Let's see, Jake Marzik. He is a righty righty. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't, don't yeah, they're both righty righty. Oh, right. <laughs> I was excited for a second. I know, I, I me too. But I, I know my hand in this. I, I know who's that left in. Well, we got Ian Happ. We <laughs> switch hitter, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Happ, Happ, I'm actually really excited for what Happ's going to do this year. He finally got... Uh, he, you know, some sort of consistency with his he playing, broke out, yeah. uh, position-wise. And, yeah, he definitely – this is what, like, half should have been. I feel like the Cubs really rushed him to the mm -hmm. big leagues. And then, you know, the, uh, part of last season he looked really good. And then 2020 he really started putting things together. Yeah. Uh, the strikeouts, you know, you're going to have to deal with them. But the power is nice. He's a product of his era. Yeah, and he can mm -hmm. play a bunch of positions. Gives the Cubs a little versatility perfect top of the order uh hitter or like you know leadoff type hitter but he can still mm -hmm. provide power i can see him hitting 20 25 maybe even 30 home runs at one point uh but he's got a you know good good potential uh hoping hoping we see good things from him because they don't have the greatest outfield you know they got him and hayward but they're really gonna have to get a reliable third outfielder if hap just you know does what he did last year they won't really need someone that can hit it's a good point all of a sudden we have we're cubs have had outfield depth for years but you you lose almora and schwarber and all of a sudden yeah you're you're it's almost slim pickings i guess jack peterson kind of fills that he's a uh 
if uh, Ian Happ began to slump, he'd sort of turn to Jack Peterson. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I like Nico Horner. I've always been high on him for the past couple years. So I hope he continues. Like, he had decent... I remember the first few weeks of the 2020 season, he was slashing. I mean, he was. He looked great. He's such a Theo Epstein player. <laughs> He really did is. the did the Cubs just sign Eric Sogard? He, uh, he, yes, we did. Sogard. I thought I heard that. Yeah. So, uh, so that's an interesting. That's a toolsy Ben Zobras oh, kind of guy. Yeah, the a, glasses. Such a cool dude. He was a Blue Jay for a little bit, and it was just he was just fun to watch. The the kids loved him. So I mean, Sogard's a perfect clubhouse guy. Exactly. And, you know, it's one of those players that even. I guess he does have the gloves. That's going to help you play infield. But you don't need him to hit. He's there to, you know, hype up the dudes on the team. Perfect, perfect bench player. And I, he could help Horner develop. I mean, having that veteran presence. Mm -hmm. They're not... I mean, Horner has a lot more potential than Sogar, don't get me wrong. But they're similar type players. So I think that could actually really help him. Seeing, you know, like, this is the floor. You know, he can... Horner can be so much better. That's a great I mean, yeah, you, you look at his stats, he's put together a solid career. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's, he's always... It, I mean, it would always kind of suck to be one of those plays where it's like you never know if, when you wake up if you're going to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he does... I, I think that, that creates a survival instinct that, that, can, that can be really useful to hear to a player that doesn't have that, like, like Nico Horner, who knows that he's safe. He's not going to wait. He's not getting that call in the morning that, like, oh, you, you're cut. You're going to have to move to Baltimore. You're going to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, like, I like the Eric Sogard deal. Yeah, is is it a minor league deal? It's definitely a minor league yeah. It might have been a minor league deal. Yeah. yeah. That would make there's sense. There's so many. Is it weird that there's this many minor league deals? I swear. No, there's always a ton. Always a ton. I, I, I could I don't know I just I guess I've been paying more attention this off season but it's like I just kind of never realized that like most deals are minor league deals. Yeah, always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like. Oh man. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I guess I will throw you guys with one like off the wall prospect. All right. So here's a guy I really like. His name's Cole. I'm, I'm gonna say it wrong. It's like Road. Roderer, Rode, Let me look him up. Roderer, R-O-E-D-E-R-E-R. -E -E oh, I see he it. He is a very Roderer. toolsy outfielder. He went to the same school as Tyler Glass now and Trevor Bauer. That doesn't really, you know, mean anything. But, I mean, he, you know, he's obviously, if you go to a school like that, they want you for baseball. Uh, he mm -hmm. was a second-round pick, I think 2018, but, you know, ton of speed, not much power, but he's a lefty way way above average defender in center field really athletic kid the perfect you know projectable player that i think the cubs are trying to get get as many athletes as possible and work on their baseball skills he looks like he can be an everyday center fielder it's just is he gonna hit enough to get there that's someone you know to take a look at for the future really he's a guy i'm pretty high on that i think a lot of people aren't going to realize until he starts hitting in the majors yeah, I'm looking at his stat line right now. He's playing in South Bend. Yeah. 
108 games, 224 in 2019. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's yeah exactly. If he can hit 260, 250, 240 somewhere in that window, play A plus center field. That's uh, as much as you can ask for from a center fielder. Oh, I guess we should end with project predictions for the Cubs this year. Okay, Racket, yeah. What do you think? What are you guys thinking? Hmm. That's a great question. I, I, I want to go back. Twenty fourteen. What's twenty fourteen season? The Cubs. I I Those think we have no. I think I think the the Brewers and the Cardinals are gonna. They're they're I think better, their better depth is gonna help them when Cardinals Reds. I think Brewers fall off a cliff. Uh, you always you always are very I hate hating the Brewers because <laughs> the yeah. Brewers are the most piecemeal team in the world. They they're either gonna I mean and it all depends on Yelich. Uh, so twenty fourteen Cubs their record seventy three and eighty nine. They finished fifth place in the Central. I think they'll finish with a similar record of seventy three and eighty nine. And finish fourth. I think I think they can hit eighty wins. I think that's the max. Okay. But I do think that the Cubs could be in an interesting position to contend if they're willing to like take on a rental or two at the deadline. I think right. the the hope for the Cubs is they can stay in the playoff race if no one takes ahead early. But if you know like if the Cardinals Brewers, even Reds, you know, if they have a hot start to the season, I can just see the Cubs falling off. I, I feel like 70 wins is too low. I, I, as much as I want to, like, downgrade them, I don't think they'll win less than 75. I think 80 is probably... Alright. Probably Do you happen. think that there will be uh, multiple NL Central teams making the playoffs? Nah. I, yeah, I only, I don't think a, it's going to be the division winner. There's too much... Uh, depth in the east and the west. Yeah, I can't see because I I feel like we have to give the Padres and Dodgers a, a wild card yeah. spot. Like one of them is gonna be it, and then I think someone else from the east will exactly. be better than the central. I mean, there's the Braves who people want to count out for whatever reason. They're getting their pitchers back, and <laughs> no one's really uh, you know because they're gonna have Mike Soroka for a full season, so that should mm -hmm. help them. But you know the Braves and Mets both look. I'd say better than, you know, Cardinals, Brewers. And then people are high on the Nats for just making a bunch of moves and yeah. trying to retool. They, but, I mean, they're a similar team to the Cubs. But um, I will say, I do think the Cubs will be closer to their division leader than they are will be to the second wild card. I'm willing that's to make, fair. That, yeah. make that projection. Who do you think is going to win the Central then? I don't know. I want to say the Brewers just because I like them more than the Cardinals. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to go with the Brewers. I have faith in Christian Yelich, Brandon Woodruff, the bullpen. All right. I, I would rather hear that than Cardinals. I think it's going to be the Cardinals, which just kills my soul. But, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I bet. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be Cardinals, then Reds, then Brewers. I think that's the top three. Joe, yeah, you, you're high in the break. I, I, think it's, I, think, I think Brewers, too, and then uh, Cardinals. And then Reds, and then actually no, I think the I think the most you think Cubs I, I, fish third. Yeah, I think the very I'm agreeing with Fangraphs. I'm being very boring <laughs> in predictions. I just, I just can't see anyone beating the Brewers. I think Brandon Woodruff is a is a dog. They have Christian Yelich. They got pretty good depth. I I just think they're gonna they're gonna win. Then the Cardinals will be right below them. 
Because, again, the Cardinals have a couple of good players that are on the same level as the Brewers, but I don't... They've got a lot of lot of missing holes that I think they really need to fix. And finally, the mm, the Cubs are just I just I don't trust our our rotation. I I think a lot of these players are we're just counting on them to be okay. And usually that can end in a disaster. I don't I'm not looking forward to the 2021 season as a Chicago Cubs fan. But that's okay. I still, it's going to be fun. I I mean, as far as baseball goes, like the Cubs have fun players to watch. They're not going to be a boring team. They're definitely going to have games that are going to want you to uh, bite your nails off because our bullpen is going to be like that. But I don't know. I mean, I I think it's going to be a similar team to 2014. It's going to be ugly, but it's going to be fun to watch. I agree. I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm excited to watch the games. It's going to be... I like that we don't have these crazy expectations anymore. So it's exactly, kind of just, yeah. it's kind of like, so yeah, it's, it's like, oh, like there's no one that's going to be like, oh, wow, the Cubs aren't doing as well. It's like, eh, the Cubs are doing, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> they're, they're, they're three games over 500. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You guys have been lucky. You got to see a World Series, you know, a lot of playoff, playoff time, uh, you know, playoff appearances. So it's, it's a good way to end it. You know, a lot of a lot of happiness, and you don't feel bad watching the team. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it. Thank you guys yeah. for tuning in to Effortless Power. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for, for yeah, being an for awesome awesome guest. Yeah, this has been we'll, great. We'll have you back at some point. Yeah, 100%. Uh, love, love to be back. <laughs> uh, any final words? Uh, again, I'll say what I said the first episode. David Bodie is going to have a better season than Chris Bryant. You can mark uh, my words, take it to the bank. <laughs> Good as gold. Oh, my God. Oh, That's going to be. <laughs> All right. Well, well thank you, guys. Uh, see you next week. Goodbye.